listening to Enlivening Musings, a podcast to enhance your life so you live fully alive. Sponsored by the Pleasure Fairy app. Download it for more support. Welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we are extending our steaming conversation and we are going to go into concepts more around the birthing person. So labor prep, postpartum, Mm -hmm. that land. So yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I love this, this realm of the steaming world. Um, I, I went further in, into the, beyond like the basics of um, like the vaginal steam facilitator to learn labor prep and postpartum from my own experience um, because I wanted to experience it with my last child. So it's interesting because I think I said before, there's, there's different ways to learn about steaming. So there's like the folk medicine way, which is like ancestral, it's handed down in knowledge that way. And then there's more like the academic way that I learned like through a teacher um, and studying and taking tests and stuff. So I like to just acknowledge both because um, if someone is has different training, they might have some different insights or thoughts on it of like what feels safe for them to experience and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my teaching, which was more like classroom based, let's say, um, you know, the, the teaching really is like you don't steam during pregnancy, right? Because You know, and a lot of that is, I've heard from more like folk taught teachers is like, it's fine. Like, they're like, what's the big deal? Like, you know, there's people that you steam to induce labor and it doesn't even work. So it's not like it's going to magically like open up the cervix. Like it doesn't work that way. But still, it's like anything. Who wants to even do anything that would be like remotely harmful? Like never. Like you would never want to take that risk with somebody. So some people will say that more folk train will be like if the person is very experienced in steaming and really wants it and it feels really supportive and warming, like it's fine. I personally, um, when people are pregnant and they've had experience with steaming, but I'm like, I just don't feel comfortable having them do it under my, um, care, let's say, um, warm foot baths are really good because the feet we've talked Many podcasts about about the connection between the feet and the uterine artery. And so that's a really nice way to warm you up and keep the uterus warm. And it's very safe, but it feels really um, great and nourishing for pregnant women, especially in the cold climates. Yeah, absolutely. We live in the north. So, um, So the basics with labor prep. So when I work with people, most of the people I've done labor prep and postpartum with have been virtual clients. Um, And... Like you could just do one or the other, but for me, I just do both. Cause I'm like, if I'm going to give someone postpartum care, I'm like, I can't like not share the labor <laughs> prep. Like, let's just combine it because yeah. it's just like, why not? So with labor prep, you can start, it's like a really specific protocol. So I'm not going to go into like each detail, but you can start around basically the, the idea is like, as soon as mom feels like she would be ready to start having the baby. Sure. Yeah. You know? I feel like with herbal things that I've done that wasn't steaming. It was like that 36 week mark is like that safe mark, but Mm -hmm. you might not want to start till 37 weeks or something like that, Mm -hmm. depending on how you're feeling, how you're ready. And and even just like, do you, do you feel mentally ready? Is your house ready? Like, I know for me, it was a big thing. Like I wanted the house to be in order. You're just cleaned up and organized, you know, like just different things like that. Or maybe you have the car seat installed. Yeah. Or like, (laughs) 
an event you're supposed to like, oh, someone's getting married a couple of weeks before and I really want to be, you know, just so sure. it's a whole thing. So that's what I, I tell people too. But it's, yeah, towards that 37, 38, 39 weeks is when you can maybe start to, and again, I'd have to look exactly at the protocol. Um, and then you just start with like different blends and different durations basically through those last few weeks all the way up to like inactive labor you can steam. And then you're, again, you're just using different herbal blends and different time and like how often you do it. But it's so nice that the reason why I love it for labor prep is because when you get um, into those moments where labor gets stalled for different reasons, when you're already in active labor or even in early labor and you know that feeling of like, let's just, then you're just like waiting, right? Mm -hmm. It gives you something to do and it's soothing and it can help when labor stalls because what does mom need when labor stalls? She needs to feel safe and relaxed as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And that's what the steam creates because of that warmth, that relaxation that takes place. So it's been really awesome for people to have a tool to utilize. And actually in, it's, I think it's like in, the Czech Republic, there is a, a Paris team hydrotherapist that has been able to introduce it to the hospitals. So they're cool. using it in hospitals there. Um, it's so amazing to be able to have that. And she was talking about, I watched her speak about it in our, one of our groups and just like how they have it set up and kind of their protocol in the hospital. And I was like, oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. I feel like there's just like so much red tape in the U.S. around yeah. medical stuff. When I used to work in the clinic, it's like insane that I can't imagine. But um the thing is, even if you ended up birthing in a hospital, you could just get a sauna and bring it yourself. You literally need like a crock pot and a sauna yeah. or a steam stool and you're good to go. So there's ways to do it even in a hospital. Um, so that would be labor prep. And then I, like with those clients, I go over different um, things they can do. Like we talk about how's their hydration. I give them ideas for like diet and teas, um, different ways to like move their body and things like that different natural ways to help, um, facilitate like labor coming on, like just, yeah, just like different handouts of different things as, is a part of that. And then like the really, like the most common way that steaming is used in the world is postpartum. That's like the main thing, like all around the world, you see it in all different cultures. Um, and for that, you can start as soon as the uterine artery is closed. Um, and that is like really easy to assess. Like basically it's when you're bleeding less every day. Yeah. Yeah. That Lokia, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that end, end of birthing. Yeah. So, so some people, it could be really soon. A lot of people, it could be multiple weeks. Mm-hmm. So. so as soon as that is evident, um, you can start. So some people, it could just be like day three. That's wild. Oh my gosh. My never was that quick. Yeah. Like the sooner the better. And the lochia doesn't have to be gone. It's just less. Okay. Just slowing down. I see. So, you know, and if the uterine artery is open, you're probably kind of hemorrhaging. Like you're probably, again, and I don't know this for a fact, but you know, if the uterine artery is still open, like that would be more of like a concern. Like you probably would still be like bed resting. Or you should be, you know, like you shouldn't be like getting up and moving around. Because in fact, if people are having that, like it's anytime there's more like bleeding that shouldn't be happening, bed rest is the first step. Right. And then like I have different herbs on hand, like very specific for like uterine bleeding and hemorrhaging that I send with in the packet for these people with the herbal blend to have just in case. Because 
it's rare, but like my teacher said, like, we need this. This can save lives because you take these herbs, that bleeding will stop. And I got them from a Chinese medicine doctor locally. Um, so, and I really trust him too. I had had yeah. a different kind of mind and he recommended these. So I just keep them and then I just send like however many, not a whole jar, but just so people have them just in case, not that steaming would ever bring it on, but it's like said, like women need to know these things. Like she has a whole list called first aid to stop bleeding that I share with people because it literally can save lives to stop this hemorrhaging or like this bleeding or just heavy bleeding in between cycles. So anyway, caveat on that. So yeah, once, once the uterine artery is closed, which is usually a few days to a week, you can start steaming. Um, Every day, usually it's 30-minute steam and different herbal blends throughout the course of that process. Postpartum steaming is recommended every day for 30 days. So, um, and that's what I did. If you have a C-section, you're going to want to wait at least six weeks because you can get a lot of achiness along the scar, which I experienced even at six weeks. When I started steaming, I had to do like a really low heat Um and like a shorter steam because I could feel that achiness in my uterus. Um, and you just like, you just know it doesn't feel quite right. So, you know, thinking about that, you know, the, the sauna that I have sometimes, you know, I put folded towels on the sides for that, but you know, what are things that could make it comfortable enough so that somebody could sit or if somebody's just not comfortable sitting for that long, then you, just suggest doing just the shorter steam then so that they just get that relaxation Mm -hmm. and that time frame okay and then my other thing and if you want to like if you have other tips on like making it more comfortable Mm -hmm. um but then also I'm curious what about you know if there is placental retention um I feel like steaming would be great at mm-hmm. almost helping that just yeah. come out naturally on its own. Yeah, there's it is. And there's actually what I would recommend for people that are listening to this, um, if you're interested or like pregnant or planning on another pregnancy, there's a website, um, the fourth, uh, oh, now I'm forgetting. I think it's the fourth trimester vaginal steam study. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure at the fourth trimester vaginal steam study.com. Um, we'll try to maybe link it to, uh, it's linked on my Instagram at wellness with Katie. Um, but so Kelly Garza, who was my teacher and a few other, um, women, um, and midwives, they did just kind of, you know, basically as big a study they could because studies are expensive (laughs) and they did some case studies on the postpartum steaming and they put it together beautifully to see these results and all these, positive things that happen like one of the most notable ones was just like blood pressure regulation um how that was regulated with steaming because you know that preeclampsia um like i even postpartum is like a huge mortality risk for women especially women of color so i just think like how amazing something so simple and even just like um like the visual appearance and healing of the vagina and the vulva was much, much better. Um, pain, healing of stitching and stitches and tearing. Um, even though like the waist size, like people, like their body morphed back to their natural shape sooner. Cool. And just like the closing, like, you know, after you give birth, the vaginal opening will kind of be gapped open and that would like went down smaller in size. So you can like walk normal sooner and feel more comfortable. And a lot of it's just like, you just, your body just starts to feel more your own and less pain. And 
So I can't remember all the stats off the top of my head, but it's... Oh, no, that's that's such, an amazing yeah. list. I was curious, you know, like, let's throw out some benefits. It's like, yes. boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and it's, awesome. they, it's just so well done. And of course, they're always, you know, would love to have more funding. I know there's a documentary coming out um, that I think is going to be really, really great that um, Kelly, the steamy chick who I learned through, is going to be kind of helping fund and produce or just a part of it. And I'm super excited for that to come out. Um, but yeah, as far as like comfort... Um, I always use a pillow um, against the back of it and then always towels to support it. But that's why, I mean, I do feel like the saunas I use, they're not just like made that way for no reason. Like it's very thoughtful. Like the whole size is the right size. So the pelvic floor is supported and the pelvic bones are supported. So you're, cause if you're sitting on something that long and the hole is too big or it's too high or too low and also your postpartum, like it's going to create hemorrhoids. Right. But that's another thing in the study. They found it helped heal hemorrhoids too. Oh, so I'd imagine. Huge, <laughs> you know, just that moist heat coming through and also just like, you know, steam lifts and tightens things. So it helps kind of lift and tighten. And that's where like the helping with like prolapse and um, all those things can come in too. Plus, my favorite part that I don't think it's talked about enough is the acupressure points along the perineum. Mm -hmm. One of the great eight mm -hmm. um, is right there. So they also call it the ghost point. So it's really great for whole body relaxation. And it's also helpful for women to like clear out the ickies, I like to say, of like an X or even like an assault or things like that. When it hits that point, it's just it clears it out. It's the ghost point. It removes entities and negative energies from the pelvic space. So that's why it's so amazing whenever I have women steam and I just see them like just that whole relaxed feeling. Another reason why it's good for labor prep and postpartum because it gets moms getting that like relaxed oxytocin flowing. So it helps with breast milk production as well. So because mom's feeling good. Right. right. Well, and that, loving it. And that state of being is, you know, rest, digest, heal. Yes. Right. And that's what we yes. need. Heal. Yes. <laughs> Time. Yeah. Yeah. So I love it for that. So it's like the 30 days um, right away, 30 days in a row. And then from there, um, it's great to steam usually at least once a month, maybe once a week, depends what you can do. I always tell moms like, with anything, do the best you can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's not all or nothing thing, um, but you can continue to steam um, throughout postpartum time because ideally if mom's breastfeeding, if she chooses to breastfeed, um, the period shouldn't come back till about nine months. So steaming can keep it at bay. Um, again, different herbal teas, really simple stuff I'll use to help if the, um, the cycle does come back. I've had it be really effective to kind of making it go, okay, just stay at bay for a little bit. There's no harm in not bleeding and there's no harm in like for lack of a better word, like trying to make it go, the cycle go away. Because I think of it as like, you know, when you're breastfeeding, how much energy that takes. And then when you're bleeding, how much energy that takes. So mm -hmm. if you're doing both, it's like, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know, and, and that Chinese teaching of the blood comes up to make the milk in the mm -hmm. breast and then the blood goes down for the, the period. So right. to do both, it's like such a eh, tug of war in yeah. the system. So that's another reason that it's really great. And then once the period returns and you just, you know, follow your basic steam plan, whatever you need. But it is like one more thing about the postpartum time. It's like one of those golden times where like 
you know, the cervix is still a little open, so you can do so much healing and, like, totally reset your cycle. Like, if you have bad periods and stuff, if you can steam postpartum, you can make, like, miraculous changes a lot quicker than if you were just on, like, a regular steam cycle. We say, like, give it, like, you know, six to nine months of regular steaming to start to see these changes. But that's postpartum time, that golden period, you can just have so much healing because you can get a full cleanse. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what really made me fall in love with steaming was like, wow, just the possibility of such a total reset, which then not only would affect like structural womb stuff, but also like it's going to affect your whole energetic and spiritual body when you experience that, which Crystal has yeah. experienced steaming and it is, it's a whole like spiritual experience for most people. It is. It is. For me, I, I go into, I, I journal about it just because I have so many different things that happen <laughs> during my sessions. I start scrying and seeing things and like, <laughs> they all mean things it. to me and that's what matters. So, yeah. so yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Um, it is such a beautiful thing. And I, I love being able to like do it in person and like go to their house and like set it up that first time and and visit with them and have them share their birth story while they're steaming because oh, yeah. it's just magical and so healing and to have someone just like listen and be supportive while you're getting that hit on that acupressure point and that relax it's beautiful and then usually hopefully mom can go rest because you know that postpartum yeah. anxiety too it can make it hard I know I would feel that it was hard to like sleep during the day or rest even if you're tired because what is it? Your vat is all deranged and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if you can kind of draw that energy back down and bring that warmth in, you're going to go have a nice little nap. Yeah. The yes. warmth is huge. Cause yeah. you do, you get, you go from that hot state to that cold state. So anything you're doing to bring the warmth back into the body, mm-hmm. even if it's summertime. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's yeah. really important. So it's just one more piece of the puzzle. And you know, I think the reason they did the study too is because they, this group of women that did this fourth trimester vaginal steam study, they were like, how can we support women postpartum like the most efficient and least costly way? Because not everyone can afford to have an amazing postpartum doula like Crystal, right, like I did. Right. But most people can boil water yeah, and maybe have the herbs. And even if you can't have the herbs, like you can even just use the steam. Like it, every, every piece makes it a little bit better, like to have the proper sauna set up, it just makes it more comfortable. But even if you can't afford that, like if, if you're listening to this and you're like, I want that, but like, I just can't bear one more expense, message me. Like there's, my biggest thing with steaming is to make it accessible for people mm-hmm. and workarounds and teaching you like different things and different things I used early on that were less expensive, like making your own chair, having someone make a steam box for you or a stool like there's ways to still experience it even like I've said before an upside down plastic milk crate you know and put a towel on it so you're still like there's so many ways to still experience it um and inexpensive and super duper healing for a new mom so yeah lots of different ways I love it 
Yay. Our <laughs> listeners are so blessed to hear all of this fantastic information. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank Thanks you. for doing it and sharing it and everything. You're the best. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, everybody out there, share this. Share this with your friends, especially mm-hmm. if they are planning on you know, getting pregnant or they already are mm-hmm. or anything like that because this... We want this to, you know, be spread all around for everybody to have access to. Yeah, it's a beautiful practice. I work a lot with virtual clients, um, but if you're looking for someone local to you, if you're listening to this in other parts of the country or the world, you can go to steamychick.com and search on the directory. Her website's full of information, links to this study, um, a tons of like testimonial case studies, research studies about the benefits of steaming and how to find a practitioner near you. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like more support, hop on the Pleasure Fairy app or find Katie at wellnesswithkatie.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Enlivening Musings if you want to share some takeaways or other requests for future shows. Enjoy.